Hey, Shalom, Shalom on Israel. This is Captain Mike Rob, Sons of Thunder. Let us say, Yahabashim Yahshah Shemaratham and Barakatham. It's one of Akim Akwat out there. Also, I'd like to give all honor, glory, and praise to Yahabashim Yahshah. And I'd like to give double honors to all the elders who came before me and to the prophets of old who have pushed these words in the highways and the byways in sincerity and truth. A hearty shout of one. All right. So, what we're going to talk about today is... So, again, I'm sure you see in the news, we have seen the police again, who still is out there rampaging, killing people, and getting away with murder basically this latest one with Breonna Taylor when this is finally getting done and look what happened is anyone surprised is anyone surprised that the police was able to get off two out of three and I'm the one mischarged but his is so weak it's not even gonna matter you're not gonna know anything that's gonna happen at most he might be doing a year or two but that's not the point the point is, what happened after that? Oh, look, there's more rise again. Because our people are out there and they're pissed off, and rightfully so. Things are going to continue to happen. These things will not stop happening. People don't understand that we're going through what we're going through because we did something that we weren't supposed to do. And it's not to take the blame away from anyone. Because the police are not supposed to be doing that. They're supposed to be serving and protecting you. But obviously they're not doing that. Especially when they do a no-knock warrant. <laughs> as they say. And then come just kicking your door. But then that's when I heard that they were in the wrong apartment anyway. So with all that being said. Let's see. That's not even the point. Even though it's kind of strange that the person who is actually doing the shooting. He doesn't get hit. Now we all know that a black man have a gun in his hand. First and foremost. And he shot. He didn't get hit with anything. But all of a sudden, all they shoot 30-something plus times into the apartment and hit her. And kill her. So, you know something has to be completely bad with the whole situation. But regardless, the thing that really matters the most is the fact that the enemy has been doing this stuff for so long and it's just out there because the news is perpetuating this they're not gonna let this go because they feel in the fire because the race wars is gonna come there's gonna be a civil war in this land this place is gonna tear itself apart because we all know that you know how can a kingdom stand if it's divided against itself so we already know that's gonna happen but at the same time, these people, these heathens, has been doing and treating our people very poorly for so long. And with the use of the cell phones, you got the Karens out there and Brads, or uh, they just seem to just have a free fall. No one cares about the so-called Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, which we all know is the Israelites, but they don't care. They haven't cared in such a very long time. So much so that now, even though we're out there marching and the people are, are 
bringing out Black Lives Matter to try to say that because the actual Black Lives do matter. But now people want to say, oh, all lives matter. So someone's going to always try to downplay what you're trying to do, but yet they want you to not leave. They want... They don't mind you complaining, but then they're going to try to water down your complaints. But when it's time for you to say, well, I'm not going to do these things anymore. I'm going to leave. I'm taking my toys. I'm going home. I'm going to play by myself. And they don't want you to do that either. So it's kind of like we're going to punish you and we're going to really make it seem as though that you're the one that's crazy. But let the word come out because the word tells you and explains a lot of what's going on. I'm going to start first and foremost with Zechariah, chapter 11, verse 5. Whose possessors slay them, and hold themselves not guilty. And they that sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, for I am rich, and their own shepherds pity them not. It's kind of a strange thing when you, you sit back and it's like, Whose possessors slay them? Well, we know we're in the land of people who possessing them. Okay? We're in the land of our enemies. For some reason, our people still believe that these heathens are our friends. When how much do they have to prove and show you? These people do not care. These people are not your friends. These people do not love you. We were sold to a nation that do not care for the young nor pity the old. They don't care about anyone but themselves but for some reason people still think that everyone can just get into heaven everyone can just be grafted in with Israel anyone could just can call on the name of our savior and then just poof automatically you're forgiven and it's okay these people are just off the chain so I'm going to give you another one I will turn to Psalms because for some reason, you have to sit back and say, something else is up. Why is it that we're going through what we're going through in such a way that we can't stop any of this? You can ride all you want to, but your ride is on because they're allowing you to ride. They don't mind. They get the insurance. They can paid off of that. Oh, man, I need to give you a new my store need to be upgraded. All right. Right. Tear this place apart. Makes me no mind. All my stuff can be updated anyway. Do them a favor. So I'm going to go ahead and get Psalms 83 and 1. I'll start reverse. No, I'll start reverse number 2. For lo, thy enemy make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. Well, we already know who the hidden ones are. That's us. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. We were cut off so much that we're black. We are known. We are a color of a crayon. We don't have a name for ourselves. We don't have a nation. We don't have a flag. Because everybody just want to call you an African. But it's like, where are you from in Africa? Africa is a continent. So they cut it off completely. We ain't have a language. Now we speak in English or we speak in any other language that we're born in, whatever country. But everyone looks and calls us black. So it has worked. They cut us off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee 
Yeah, they have consulted together. They still do it. The government still consults together. All it is now is just the Democrats versus Republicans, which is not really a versus. That's just whoever wants to be in power to still keep that thumb of oppression on top of us. We all know that. Nothing has really changed. But for some reason, people still want to say, oh, we deserve everything. You're in the land of your captivity. Just because they let the lion out the zoo doesn't mean that the lion's still not in captivity. He's not back in his homeland. You're just in the streets now. You're still in captivity. That's all it is. Nothing has really changed. And why people don't see it, I don't know. It's just, it bothers me. Let's go to Psalms chapter 2. And I'm going to start with verse 1. And it reads, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. And that's what they did. Because we messed up. We broke the law and statute of commandments, so the Most High allowed us to go into captivity. It has happened seven times. Because we're the ones who's hard headed and stiff necked. He just used that nation and whatever nation he decided to punish us. That's all it is. Verse 5. Then shall he speak unto them in his right. I I don't even need to get to that because that's, that's going to come later. That's going to come later. But I'm just showing you what these people have been doing to us. Go ahead and swing on over to Psalms 5. This is another one. And verse 9. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. None. These people are promising everything. They're trying to change laws. Say, oh, now you can't have these hate crimes. But the guys, the people who do the, the, the killing and do the, the crime... Nothing happens to them. Nothing. Their inward part is very... Their inward parts like it is very wickedness. Their throat is open sultry. It's an open sultry. They're flatter with their tongue. That's all it is. They say that they flatter. They talk the talk. This is what politicians do. Everybody comes out and say what they want to say. They get someone to go and shuck and jive. They want to dance. They got someone who's going to sit there. And they want to put our people in the front to say, don't do that. Don't tear the city down. I'm surprised. Why the hell not? Maybe something to get changed after you, the whole city is brought down to its knees. But now they want to bring people up just to calm down the lion by bringing another lion saying it's okay. It only going to hurt for a little bit. But don't tear up your own cage. Don't tear up the rest of the zoo because the rest of the animals are still in here too. Don't go the hell off because some people pay us real good to still eat. Now, come on now. Enough is enough with this. But this is what they do. This is in their nature. Let's go to verse 10. I mean, I'm sorry. Let's go to Psalms 10. And I'm going to start with verse 2. The wicked in his pride that doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. 
the wicked who have pride of his countenance will not seek after God. Well, we know that already. But yet this nation is supposed to be built off of everything about the Bible. God is not in all his thoughts. Not at all. But everyone wanna still wanna argue with the Israelites and say, but anyone can become an Israelite. I could become a spiritual Israelite. Oh, all you gotta do is just call on the name. Whosoever calls on the name will be saved. Oh, that's all you just have to do. So please just forgive me for killing everybody. And that doesn't make any sense. Why would it be that the Hamashat Yahawashah, why would he return to save a nation that is whooping everyone else's ass? For what? Why would he return to save them? From who? What these other nations in danger of? What's to save them for? Are they in derision? Are they catching hell like we are? So you mean to tell me our Savior is going to say, you know what? Go ahead and love them. That's okay. Everyone will be forgiven and everyone will sing Kumbaya in heaven. Really? So I guess we're just going to ignore with the 12 gates, with the 12 names of the 12 tribes of Israel. I don't know. It's just, it's just special for that. So, moving on to verse 6. It says, He has said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud. Under his tongue is mischief and vanity. Duh, that's all day long. Our people stop depending on a nation. Who does not care for you? Stop loving the nation and the people who look in your face and nod their head. I don't care how much they say they care or want to help you. We're dealing with nations. That's it. It's just that simple. You're dealing with a nation of people. These are the people who's in charge of us. Going on. He sitteth in the lurking places of the villages, in the secret places doth he murder the innocent. His eyes are previously set against the poor. He lieth in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lieth in wait to catch the poor. He doth catch the poor when he draweth him into his net. They're going through our music. They're going through the TV. They're going through all the media. That's all they're doing. They, they, their plan is to keep you down, keep you blind, keep you dumb to who you are. Verse 10, he crouches and humbles himself that the poor may fall by his strong ones. And that's all it is. These people are off the chain. And yet, we still fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Our people are just going to be destroyed and are destroyed and will continue to be destroyed because of lack of knowledge. We have to come back. So someone's going to probably ask, well, how do we do come back? How do we get out of this situation? How do we get saved from this? What should we do? All right. Let's answer that question then for some people. Let's go to 1 Kings. And chapter, let's start with chapter 2. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 2. And I'm going to go through 4. So let's see what the Bible says for those who just want to argue the point. But want to truly want to know. It reads, I go the way of the earth. Oh, so like it. I go the way all the earth 
Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, and his commandments, and his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whatsoever thou turnest thyself. Hmm. There you go. That's some good tips right there. That the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. That's how you stay on top, and that's how you do it. You gotta keep this charge. Okay? And let me show you. If you really want to come back, let's go to chapter 8. Let's see how you fix these things. This is how you come back. Because you got to follow them. But let's see what we need to do. Let's start with verse 33. This is 1 this is Kings chapter 8, verse 33. When thy people Israel be smitten down before the enemy. Hmm. Let's hear that again. When thy people Israel be smitten down before the enemy. Because they have sinned against thee, and shall turn again to thee, and confess thy name, and pray, and make supplication unto thee in this house. So you know you're making supplications back to Jerusalem. Alright? Then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. So then we'll be able to go back home. See, this is what we're trying to do. We want to do whatever we can to go back home. But we're worried about, oh, no justice, no peace. And you, hands up, don't shoot. Has any of that worked? Are they still shooting? There's still no justice. And you definitely not having any peace. Skipping over. Let's go to verse 46. This is 1 Kings 8 and 46. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou be angry with him, and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captives unto the land of the enemy, far or near. So obviously, we're not at home. We're in the land of our captivity with our enemies. Yet if they shall bethink themselves in the land whether they were carried captives and repent and make supplication unto thee, land of them that carry them captives saying we have sinned and have done perversely we have committed wickedness now you gotta admit that we're off and we've been off verse 48 and so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies which led them away captive and pray unto thee toward their land hmm which thou gavest unto thy fathers, the city which thou hast chosen in the house which I have built for thy name. Then hear thou prayer and their supplication in heaven, thy dwelling place, and maintain their cause. And forgive thy people that have sinned against thee and all their transgressions wherein they have transgressed against thee. And give them compassion before them who carry them captive that they may have compassion on them. See, that's what we're waiting on. People got to understand. 
Most High is waiting for us to make a move. And he want us to realize that we screwed up. He's been saving us for so long and punished us seven different times. But he said, you know what? You're going to learn this lesson the hard way on your own. This is the worst one. And I'm ready to get up out of here. And finally, let's go to Deuteronomy in chapter 10, verse 12. Because there's some things that need to be done. And he's going to tell you what he needs to do. And this is what you need to pay attention to, Israel. And I'm not... This... It could be so much easier, and I understand the frustration of everyone else who's on the highways and the byways, who's trying to bring out this truth. This is a very hard thing because our people just don't want to hearken. They pull away their shoulder and they close their ears. They don't want to hear it. But yet they want to complain about this nation by being treated fairly. I don't get it. So Deuteronomy 10 and 12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day for thy good. That's what he's waiting on. That's what he wants. Understand, Israel. This is what we need to do. So all the marching and protest, that ain't going to help. you on punishment. This is punishment. Serve your time. Deal with it. This is it. This is what you got to go through. This is what you have to deal with. All right? We're on punishment because we screwed up. So let's do what we need to do to get right. Let's make the Father happy so we can get out of this punishment. Okay? So I'm going to end this with Romans 10 and 1. Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Okay. And with that, the water, everyone, for coming on and listening and taking time to hear. This is going to be a hard, hard lesson and a pill to swallow. Israel, we got to wake up. Israel, we got to do better. Israel, we got to pay attention. All these heathens, they want to keep coming in, distracting you. They want to come and say that, oh, they are part of Israel. They, anyone can be a part of Israel. Anyone can be joining in. You know what? No, you can't. Stop it. Everyone wants to want to get on their coattails and ride the bandwagon in. No, no, no. We do what we got to do. Besides, the Most High is going to save who he wants to save. We all know this. He do what he want to do. But I'm going to tell you something. But damn, to go through all this, what we're going through, and the heathen that sat there and destroyed so many people of our nation and get to go in there and sit right next to me at the supper, at the wedding feast, just because he said, I'm sorry. That ain't going to happen. So, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Sons of Thunder Israelites, we do appreciate it. Everyone who has decided to uh, listen, you're always welcome to donate to us to help further this cause because we're also trying to make some moves so we can continue to spread. We always know that these different media has been trying to shut us down in different ways, but um, every little bit does count. So, with that, again, the water for listening. Yao Bashim Yam Shai, Rakata, Shamaratha, for those who decided to pay attention. Israel, 
it's time to make a change and let's do that okay so again i'll give all honor and glory to yahweh by shem yamshai for all that he's done for me my family and the 12 tribes of israel each and every day and on that note shalom